Hello and welcome to this very special bonus Halloween episode of Worldwide Weird, the podcast where I talk to you about weird stuff all year round. I'm your host Linda and today we're going to talk about the Hellfire Club. If you're from Dublin you've probably heard of this, even if you're from Ireland you might have heard of it. If you believe the ghost stories then I'm about to absolutely ruin your childhood, apologies. You can blame our former guest, Stuart Kenny, who was on, um, he was in the podcast a good few weeks ago now, talking about photography stuff, and he was actually the person that told me the real story about it, so I went and did some research to try prove him wrong, but I was absolutely wrong, and he was right, as per usual. So, before we get into it, if you like the podcast, and you don't want to miss an episode, click the subscribe button wherever you're listening. Also, if you give us a follow on Instagram, Worldwide Weird Pod, I always post up there after we post an episode, so you'll never miss one if you follow us there. And tell your friends about it, and if you really, really, really like us, you can leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps, because, you know, I never beg you for money or stick a load of adverts on, so every little bit helps. So today, yeah, we're going to talk about the Hellfire Club. So... The Hellfire Club was built by this chap called William Connolly. It was actually built in 1725. And the reason we call it the Hellfire Club is because there was like these Freemasons lodges dotted around Ireland and England at the time. And it was basically where rich men went to be tow rags. They would go and have big orgies and just get really drunk and do a load of drugs and hire prostitutes sometimes they dabbled in the occult and it was really frowned upon to be doing it you know where you wouldn't be doing it in the middle of the city basically where everyone could see what you were doing because they were quite prestigious men from good families so they were basically told to fuck off a good with the hellfire club in dublin they were actually told to go somewhere that would take you a day to get to and the hellfire club is on the edge of the dublin mountains it's like on the mountain closest to the city but it would have still took you a day to get there by like horse or whatever way they got there at the time and yeah it was perfect even though it was far away it was still quite well served by like servants and stuff like that and they could get prostitutes and stuff to go out there too so Originally called Mount Pellier, the actual land around the Hellfire Club became known as Mount Pellier Hill. There was no mention of the Hellfire Club itself until around 1735 in this area. The original Hellfire Club in Ireland was actually in the Eagle Tavern in Cork Street, but that's a story for another day. So... Yeah, it was basically these young Protestants who would go and get absolutely shit-faced, get some prostitutes, opiates weren't a big deal at the time, so, you know, a cheeky bit of heroin or whatever you fancy, you know, whatever tickles your fancy. Yeah, like I said, the local Protestants in the area really frowned upon their behaviour, so they told them to fuck off and go away as far as you can. A good day's way out of Dublin. So, you know, no one sees you. You don't make a fucking disgrace to yourself. So they did that. They were mainly rich men as well who were just very, very used to throwing money at their problems. 
and at the time an old bribe to keep your mouth shut wasn't really a big deal but you know no one wanted to be paying out loads of bribes for these idiots so they were just like no go away go on fuck off there go away where no one can see it they did actually also go up there to be dabbling in like the occult and things like that that did come a little bit later on but they were doing things called black masses which is basically a satanic ritual not something you leave in the toilet after a rake of guinness like what i originally thought it fucking was but i mean it tells you what i know now they had this thing that they used to like to drink up there and it was called scaltine now scaltine they used to get it from this place called the cabride house which is actually now called the jobstown house it's still there and they used to stop by here and get like fucking vats of this stuff and bring it with them you know it was a mix of butter that would have been non-pasteurized so full of god knows what and whiskey and it had like hallucinogenic effects and they used to just end up absolutely off their trolleys when they drank this stuff. Now, you can't get scaltine in the Jobstown house anymore. But from what I hear, there's probably a lad outside. And he'll fucking get you whatever you want. Anyway, they fuck acted about up until around the 1940s. And then they invited up this guy who, I shit you not, was called Richard Bournechapel Whaley, right? What could go wrong? A hill with a fucking you know in the middle of nowhere with a rake of drink candles everywhere servants butlers fucking prostitutes loads of drugs let's invite this lad up we'll see what happens i mean it'll probably be fine you know just don't fucking thank god they didn't have microwaves back then you know so anyway he was there and the place burned down no doubt a butler woke him up from his slumber after like a three or four day bender and not not being fond of being woken up he got really pissed off threw a load of whiskey over your man and set him on fire pretty fucking rude if you ask me i mean he was a fucking guest in the house like anyway the butler obviously ran around the fucking house screaming and touching everything because he was on fire and in a blind panic and the place fucking burned to the ground some of the members were too off their faces to wake up and get out and some did come out this burn chapel whaley fella people were quite afraid of him anyway he was not like he was a soldier but he absolutely detested the catholic church and that's where his name came from uh burn chapel he was really against absolutely anything to do with religion and he'd mock it all the time i'm not sure if he actually did burn down churches he probably i mean you you don't really get that name for not burning churches down you know but he was known as being a thug with a badge basically you know he'd be going around and and just terrorizing people you know people were really scared of him but he's the one that they say that he's the one that started the ghost stories to cover his own arse after he set the butler on fire there's one or two variations of the ghost stories it's always on a Saturday night, right? It's always a stormy, dark Saturday night because the Saturday night goes into the Sunday, which is the Sabbath, right? So one night on a stormy Saturday night while the lads were, you know, fuck acting about and playing poker into the late hours, 
early Sunday morning, which would have been the Sabbath, they get a knock on the door and it's this wayward traveller or a priest, one or the other usually, sometimes both. And the priest is always tending to a sick parishioner in the area, gets caught in the storm, decides, oh, this place is here, probably be safer if I just stop here for the night. You know, he comes in and uh, he declines to play the game of poker. Soon after, there's a knock on the door, or sometimes there's no priest and it's just this part of the story, right? There's a knock on the door, another knock on the door, and it's a tall, dark, handsome stranger. So he comes in and he, you know, he takes up their invitation and he plays poker with them. The game goes on and gets, you know, they're they're always trying to one-up each other, these guys. Like, one of them went to Jerusalem on horseback just for a fucking bet, like you know, and lies to get into Mecca and stuff, like, they were just, they were just tow rags, like, you know, they were just probably, like, yeah, like, the, the equivalent of rugger buggers, I suppose, of their day, like, you know, the young lads that play rugby and they're just always fucking around, now, obviously, they don't do shit like this, but, you know, they do pranks on each other and stuff, like, it's that sort of thing, anyway, the night gets gets longer and they egg each other on more and more and more and they actually eventually bet their souls with this stranger right not knowing who the fuck he is like and he wins hand after hand after hand anyway one lad drops a card on the floor and when he bends down to pick it up he sees that the stranger has hooves instead of feet now he obviously didn't sit there calmly and be like uh, come here man there he's fucking hooves we probably shouldn't be betting her you know like not on the sly or trying to get one of the lads out to the toilet to tell him like no he just he's like what the fuck is wrong with your feet man are you the fucking devil or something you know now then basically your man bursts into this ball of flame and flies out the roof and uh this is the fake story basically that it's rumored that Bourne Chapel Whaley made up to get himself out into the clear, you know. And, I mean, it's a good fucking story, don't get me wrong. But, yeah, the only spirits you're going to find up there are empty vodka bottles. So when you go up to Mount Pellier Hill, it's actually quite pretty. You can see, like, most of Dublin from there. It's really high. It's, like, over a thousand feet high. Way over a thousand feet high. It's huge. And uh, it's, it's actually really nice. If you go up there at the sunset, it's beautiful. You can see all of the city. But it does just have this mysterious story about it. And in fairness, the little... What's left of the Hellfire Club, you know, because it's just a couple of walls left. And, you know, you can go in it and walk around and stuff. But it's like a... You know, it's a derelict fucking shack of a building. It It, it is kind of creepy. And... I wouldn't like to go up there at night, like, but it wouldn't be anything to do with fucking ghosts around, you know. But it's an interesting story, and it's funny that it did actually come about, most likely, from this guy, Burn Chapel Haley. Like, I, I really enjoy that part of it. Just this absolute dickhead who tried to just... I was like, oh, fuck, I'll probably get in trouble now if I, if I say I set the butler on fire. I don't want to have to pay all this money to make that go away. I know what I'll do. People are real superstitious. And I think it was kind of known that they were having like black masses. Apparently they got some of the prostitutes that they had up there. They started getting them to dress up as nuns and stuff. Like really, really weird stuff. So yeah, that was his, I suppose that was his way of getting his, his 
his way out of it and it was probably a bit of a fuck you as well like to the catholics at the time so yeah there you have it if you ever meet a man called born chapel Wady or someone with the words born chapel or born or fire in their names probably not a great fucking idea to send them to invite them over to your house for a night of debauchery you know you might not have a fucking house at the end of it so there you have it that's the end of that story hope you enjoyed the episode and i'll be back soon with another one for you bye